This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com So, today I want to discuss the Halachot of Kiddush of the Night and particularly about how a person should properly conduct himself in Kiddush. We have to remember that Kiddush of Friday night has tremendous energy and tremendous power to it. It's a time of etratzon. It's a time of receiving bracha. And if a person approaches uh, Kiddush with, a, with, that, with that in mind, he'll make it a very special experience. You know, usually you get the Kiddush, the, the, the kids are tired or they're running around and, and, it's, uh, and not everybody is concentrated. If you make it into a holy experience, you definitely, um, you definitely have, uh, have um, much that you could give over to your children at that time. And as we'll see, many berachot. So I'm going to say certain inyanim that I have to do in, with Kiddush. The first thing the Shulchan Aruch writes in Siman Resh Ayn Aleph is as soon as you come to your house, you should make Kiddush right away. You should make Kiddush right away. You shouldn't delay. And uh, this is where the Mishtabura brings the famous, um, <coughs> the famous uh, uh, Midrash that tells us that you, you have two angels that are there uh, when, as soon as you walk in. And uh, and those angels are waiting to, uh, to to for you to do kiddush right uh, to do kiddush right away, and exactly. And if you did, if if you do that right away, so they give a bracha. And if you don't do that, then the opposite is uh, uh, the, then the opposite is true. <clears throat> now, the actual advantage of doing kiddush uh, on wine is that. Is what when we when we enter Shabbat we have a mitzvah of zochreu alayin. You should remember uh, to do kiddush specifically on wine. Somebody who doesn't like wine and he has grape juice, that's also fine. I'll, but but he has to remember when he's doing kiddush specifically on wine, just like any other kos shel bracha. You, I I just uh, spoke at a wedding and I spoke about why specifically wine out of uh, out of anything else. Why not apple juice? Why every single kosher bracha is linked to wine. Wine is the only thing that the more that you let it settle, the more uh, the more it becomes fine. This is a famous word, that the more you let it settle, the more it becomes it becomes fine, the more potential there is. That you go from a bracha from she'akol nebidvaro, uh, I'm sorry, of, of uh, borei priya etz in, in, in grapes, and it becomes a borei priya gefen. Apple juice, you're going to crush it, it's going to become a she'akol nebidvaro. The difference is because wine has all that potential. So to a marriage that has all that potential that you're starting with, that specifically any kosher bracha, any bracha that you give, you are, you are, you are, you are symbolizing that, that that has so much potential. So as soon as you, you come home, the, the Zohar Kadosh says in, in Parashat Achare Mot that you have a bunch of malachim, not only one malach, a bunch of malachim from one side and a bunch of malachim from the other and the shekhinah on top of your of your head. And at that time when you do kiddush, you could have yipol mitzidcha elef. You could have many different bad angels that are, that are, that are going to go away, which is why that you have to be careful not to have all types of small and idle chatter. As soon as you can, you should start doing kiddush. Now, uh, after Shalom Aleichem, uh, there are different minhagim of Shalom Aleichem. First of all, who wrote Shalom Aleichem? It's not so simple. Uh, it's 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 brought down in the in this Farima Kadmonim, but it's not uh, it's not from the Arizal. 
it's based on this midrash that you have the malachim that follow you, and like the Zora Kadosh that we just read, that that you that you have the um, that you have the malachim that lead you. So there's a big question, uh, Shalom Aleichem. There the there are some people that don't even say Shalom Aleichem. There is those who come from Lithuania that don't even say Shalom Aleichem because you're you're asking something from the angels. Baruchuni leShalom, bless me leBeShalom. So there are some that refuse to say Shalom Aleichem categorically. But the Minagavam Yisrael is to say Shalom Aleichem. We had a shiur about this beforehand, about speaking to angels. You could look it up on, uh, online also about speaking and uh, giving, uh, giving a bracha to angels. And, that, that, and, and there are many different answers to why we say Shalom Aleichem. Rabbi Yosef Misas in Mayim Chaim discusses this. And he says that, that we have a, there's, there's difference in Nuschaot, how to say Shalom Aleichem. So say Shalom Aleichem, Malachi Shalom, Malachi Elyon, Melech Malachi Melachim. Others say, Mi melech malchea melachim. Now, uh, the Sefer, um, the Sefer Brit Kehuna, from one of the big Tunisian rabbis, says you can't say, Mi melech malchea melachim, because you're asking that, that it, 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 in Digduk it doesn't make sense. You're asking, Baruchuni uh, Shalom, uh, you're asking that, Malachia Shalom, bless us, or hello angels, or bless us malachim, mi melech malchia melachim. So bless us from the you get the koach from Hashem. We have to ask Hashem directly. We don't have to ask them to 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 to, to, to give koach to the angels to bless us. But Rabbi Yosef Misas in Maim Chaim Chelik Aleph says our nusach is to say mi melech malchia melachim hakadosh baruch Hu, because what we're asking is, is that we're we're not asking that. The, that Hashem blesses the angels that bless us. What we're asking is that Shalom Aleichem Shalom Aleichem And after we after we say after we say that 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 we're we're asking the Malachim to bless us, then we have a problem. Well, we're asking the angels. Why don't we ask Hashem? So we're proclaiming all of the bracha that the angels are getting is Mi Melech Malchiyam Melachim Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that's why it's not a problem. And that's why it's not a problem. Now, there are some who say, Beshiftechem le shalom, alachia shalom, asking them that, that they return. And others skip that. They, they skip Beshiftechem le shalom. Because why should you, why should you ask them, uh, you know, tell them to, to Beshiftechem, you want that you are accompanying them to leave. That's not, that's not proper. Now, the last thing of Betzetchem le shalom, alachia shalom, alachia elyon, mimelech malachia melachim akadosh baruchu, some people also skip that because they say, we don't want them to leave. You're, you're telling them to leave. On that, we answer, Beshitechem the Shalom, we're telling them, on your return the Shalom, we don't want them to do that. But Betzetchem the Shalom, they're leaving anyways, we might as well accompany them. We might as well accompany them. So everyone has their different minhagim. Um, some say, Malachia Sharat, Sharet, Malachi Rachami, Malachi Elyon. Some say, uh, 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 some say, Baruchundi Shalom only twice. Everyone has their different minhagim, uh, how to say Shalom Aleichem. Um, and, and each one, should it should be respected the way they say it and the nusach that they say it. Once again, it's not a nusach that's specifically written in, uh, in, in stone. It's basically based on the midrash that there are malachim that accompany us. Okay. Um, after you say Shalom Aleichem, there are two psukim, Miki Malacha, Vitzav Elechem, Yishmocha, Bechol Darcha, Shemishwot, Setcha, Vecha, Meata, Vedulam. There is, um, a, 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 in other words, because you're asking the malachim, that they should accompany you. And then we say Eshet Chayil. Eshet Chayil has 22 psukim. Now, 22 is a very important number for Kiddush because 22 is the amount 
of different tzinorot shefa, the amount of pipes of abundance that come down mishamayim at that time of Kiddush. And Eshet Chayil also has 22 pesukim. That's why it's got a very important, uh, uh, a very important significance. Now, um, many have the, 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 the minhag to say the piyut of Azamir Bishvachin after Eshet Chayil is written by the Arizal. And after, and Eshet Chay, and after Azamir Bishvachin, there's a tefillah to say, uh, that we're asking Aramaic that Hashem should bless us with bracha and parnasa and, 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 Now, some ask a question. How could you ask Hashem to give you, uh, all, all this bracha of, of parnasa? You're not supposed to ask for your own needs on, on, on Shabbat because it might, because it's, it's something that, uh, that 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 that, it, that that is forbidden on Shabbat to ask your tzrachim. Now, why is it forbidden? It's not clear in the poskim. The Bet Yosef in his sefer Avkat Rochel, in his Shiloh Tuchuvat Avkat Rochel, has a couple of teshuvot. Why we're not allowed to ask tzrachim on Shabbat? And it seems to be from a couple of places over there that the reason is is because you're not allowed to ask for your personal. Uh, requests on Shabbat because they might come to give you tsar. Imagine you're asking Hashem, give me this. And you remember that you don't have any, you don't have any money, so that gives you more tsar. So that's going to make you very sad. So that's why we avoid saying that. It's like divrei chol on Shabbat, basically. But the Bet Yosef says a very important rule that something that's a nusach kavua, something that's part of the liturgy. For example, like brich shmei. We say brich shmei. There's also requests that Hashem should give us children. Hashem should give us parnasa, whatever. We say that in brich shmei. We say that in, in Shabbat. Even though you're not supposed to ask your personal bakashot, says the Bet Yosef, because that's called mitofes abracha. It's part of the mitofes I'm Sorry, it's part of the liturgy that we allow. We say it's not going to bring a person tzar because it's something part of the liturgy. Some people suggest also yirava is part of a person's liturgy. We're not worried that a person is going to come to uh, to, to, to come to cry. Okay. Um, if you're not paying attention to what you're saying, you have another problem. You have another problem. And you, you, it, it, you know what? It takes a little bit of time and investment, even one time in your life, to properly understand what you're reading and to look into what you're reading. And the rest of your life, you know what you're doing instead of, I'm sorry to say, wasting a lot of time week after week and not understanding what you're saying. It, it's just, it's just chaval. It's just chaval on, if, if a person doesn't have that. Okay. Now we get to, um, now we get to the way how you hold how how you hold your cup. There is also there's also a very important inyan alpi kabbalah that the Arizal writes that you should receive a cup from two hands from somebody else. So somebody picks up a cup with his two hands, with his ten fingers, and gives it to you. And now, now what I'm saying over here is for those who want to have always those extra ma'alot, those extra advantages in their tefillah. If they feel that they don't want to change from their minhag what they're used to, as I said many times, it's a free country. Right? So far, we're in a democratic uh, uh, republic, and it's a free country. You don't have to do anything. But I'm telling you that these are advantages that the Arizal writes al Pikabala that you accept upon yourself, uh, you accept uh, uh, the, co- the cost from somebody else with his two hands, and, 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 um, and. The, the Kiddush cup, yes, the Kiddush cup. The Benish Chai also, the, but it's, it's worth it one time to read the Benish Chai in Shana Bet, Parashat Bereshit in uh, Ot Chavtet. He goes through the whole long way how to do Kiddush. 
not too many people do the way that he says to do Kiddush with Hadassim and going around the table and be Mechavan all the Shemot. I'm just going to give you a few highlights that if you want to incorporate this, and I'll tell you certain things that you definitely should incorporate in order to make your Kiddush a more powerful experience. Number one is that is that you, you accept the cup from, so, uh, from, from someone else and you always hold it with your right hand. Right is always the... You still hold it with your right hand because right is the is is is, is chesed. Your left hand is midat adin. You always try to transfer from midat chesed to midat adin. Now, um, now when you hold it, there there is a custom. I mentioned this before that there's a custom from the Abu Chatzera family that they would hold the the uh, the the saucer with their five fingers. From down, that was the opinion of Rabbi Yaakov Abu Chaser, not like the Rashash. Most people don't do that; they just hold the koshel kiddush. But 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 there's there's sodot to everything. Some sodot we could; it's easy for us to understand. Some are more difficult. But the ones that is, is, we're able to understand, so we'll definitely say it. When you there are those who who also pour three drops of wine into their kiddush, three separate inter, intervals, and that sweetens the judgment because wine. Uh, wine has the the, the koshalyain has judgment to it, and when you pour water, which is chesed, that's going to sweeten the judgment, water. and that's why when you when you when you pour that, uh, the sefer shivat Sion of Rav Ben Sion Musaf, he writes that his father used to say in page Rish Chavav, he used to say which has two times the rashetevot maim, male yadenu mi birchotecha mem yud mem. Me'osher matenot yadecha mem mem yud also maim so two times uh, two times uh, water okay then so then you pour the water then you look into the kos now here the ben ishchai writes and this is based on um, on 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 the arizal that that you look into the cup and you see your your forehead and your and your mechavin that metzach is the same gematria of hatzlacha. So you look inside the cup, and Metzach has the same gematria of uh, of Hatzlecha, Hatzlecha, and this is something also that is uh, that, that that is a powerful thing that uh, that the Arizal uh, discusses. He says, and this is for once again, I'm, I'm just saying this for people to know that there is such a concept that the gematria. That, that, that a person looks with each eye into the Koshal Kiddush, each eye, if he's Mechavin, to five times Shem Hashem, is, uh, is, is 26 times five, is 130. That's Gematria Ayin. Ayin Yud Nun is 130 also. Ayin is 70, Yud is 10, that's 80, plus 50, that's 130. And he, he remembers in each eye, which is the Chamisha Chasadim, Chamisha Gvurot, he thinks each eye has, has, has five, and he puts those together. He uh, he automatically uh, he he automatically gets a lot of uh, kedusha right there. And once again, even if you're not able to do all of this, the actual fact that you know that this is what's going on in kedush is a is is a tremendous thing. Um, you say a lot of people have the custom also to say mizmor le David Hashem before kedush. That is a segula to parnasa. This is also written in the Shara Kavanot of the Arizal that a person that, that a person says Mizmor David Hashem Lo Now you also we also there's a custom. This is already brought down in the Maharil that to look at the Nerot to look at the at the at the candles before you start Kiddush. 
looking at the candles, there's two reasons. There's one, I'll be pshat, because when you walk home, walking and taking large steps diminishes your eyesight. So looking into the Kiddush helps, and also looking into the Nerot helps for that. And that's uh, that's actually written in Rashi, in Masechet Shabbat, Kuf Yud Gimel Amud Bet, that drinking the wine of Kiddush helps a person's eyesight. So when you diminish the eyesight through walking during the whole week, so that, you know, a Kiddush of the night helps, and also looking in the Nerot will also... Uh, will also helps um, because it takes away some some light, and when you look at the nerot and you add on light, it it, it heals you. So uh, when you get, so that's already just before you even started kiddush. Now regarding regarding saying kiddush, so we start saying yom hashishi vayichul hashamayim vaaretz vechol tzevaam. Why do we say yom hashishi even though it's not in the pasuk? Because Yom Hashishi Vayichulu Hashamayim is the Rashi Tevot Yud K Vav K Yom Hashishi Vayichulu Hashamayim is Yud K Vav K. So, um, so that's why we start saying. Uh, uh, well, that's why we start saying Yom Hashishi. And you have to remember when 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 we say uh, when we say Vayichulu Hashamayim Ve'Aretz V'Chol Tzavam. We're fulfilling a positive mitzvah of sanctifying the Shabbat. Now, even though we already sanctified the the Shabbat in in uh, in shul in in synagogue already, we said it twice. We said vaychulu in davening in in the Shemoneh and we said vaychulu after tefillah. We say it the third time uh, in uh, in in kiddush, and that and that also has a tremendous power. And you have to remember the wives who didn't hear Kiddush, so they have a Deoraita obligation to listen to Kiddush. Now, there's a whole halachic discussion. How are you, who's only a Deoraita, able to be mostly them on a Deoraita? But that is, uh, 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 that is what's going on at that time of, of Kiddush. Now, uh, just to, just to, you know, just to, to, to say, uh, one more important thing in this regard is that since the time of Kiddush is such a holy experience, Many people after Kiddush give a bracha to their children. And the reason why they give a bracha to their children during this time is because, is because it's, it, it, the, the Yaivitz writes, the, the, the Rav Yaakov Emden writes in his Sidur on Musaf Shabbat that it's a time of Shefa, that Hashem is giving an abundance of Shefa at this time. And you, and number two, you're also getting a nefesh yetera. You got the extra neshama now. Now is a time to bless your children. Um, Any time that you get a special neshama yetera, it's a time to bless your children. As a matter of fact, it's written in the Nod Yehuda that it's always good to go see get a bracha from your rav on a day where there's musaf, because on a day where there's musaf, there's extra bracha that he could give, and that's why uh, uh, Ben Ishchai also says that. On the day that your rav or your father get an aliyah, they just got a lot of bracha from getting an aliyah. You should get a bracha from them right afterwards. So, um, so that's just a couple of reasons why we give to our children. One reason that's written in the Shivat Sion is very nice is that we know that when we do kiddush, it's on Geffen, it's in order to rectify the sin of Adam Arishon because he sinned with uh, with with Geffen. Some, some opinions say so. When you do a kiddush, it rectifies uh, it rectifies that avira. So it's like you have no more avirot. We have less Averot by Kiddush, so that's a good time to bless your children. How to bless your children is a whole different shiur. But at least we started on the proper seder of Kiddush. Chazaku Baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.